everything is for everyone. That's all. It, it doesn't exclude anyone. Don't ever assume people can't do it, anything. Anyone can do anything they want. Hello everyone, uh, Chryso, welcome back to another Just Ass podcast. This is episode three. We are flying through these and I hope you're all enjoying them because we're really enjoying recording them and meeting some fantastic people. We have another fantastic show lined up today and our theme is going to be online sessions and about how coaches are adapting to suit everyone's needs so everyone can take part in sessions. It's been extremely difficult over the last couple of months because everything has gone to virtual. So, you know, that face-to-face contact, that face-to-face coaching is no more at the moment. So we are going to meet a coach that is adapting his sessions on a weekly basis to suit the needs of his participants. And his name is Wayne from the Matt Academy. And he's going to be sharing his knowledge and experiences of coaching virtually in lockdown. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce Wayne. How are you, Wayne? You okay? Yes, mate. I'm good. Thank you very much. So, talk us a little bit about uh, these weekly Wayne workouts. I love the name. Um, so, what? That's what brawny. Kind of, That's brawny. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What kind of sessions are these? What? What? If somebody was to to join, um, never done it before, what? What would they expect? Well, basically, is I I thought to myself. And I, I've done it for a while. It's like when people give you um, X amount of things to do in a class, it's like do 10 burpees, 10 press-ups. 10, that's all good and good, but it might take someone of a different level a longer time to do 10 than another person, you know? Got you, so yeah. I, I tried to take the numbers out of it. So that could I, so I time it. So rather than say do 10 press-ups, I'll say do a minute of press-ups. Therefore, people of different um, different sort of levels can all work out together. So if you can do five good press-ups in a, in a minute, or you can do 50, it doesn't matter. You'll both get the same sort of sweat on and you'll both get something out of it. The only person you should be in competition with is yourself. Constantly try to beat yourself from last time, the last time you did it. Yeah. So for these weekly workouts, I sort of implemented the same sort of approach to it. So I come up with a a sort of, I call it the process. The process we are uses, using is like 10 one-minute rounds. So we'll do, and I've split it up into like three rounds. So it'll be three, three one-minutes per round and three rounds of that. So all of a sudden it's um, nine nine rounds, but it's the same three things repeated three times. Like a it's like an amateur MMA fight. So we'll do for the first minute we'll do a uh, like usually a boxing technique, which I'll go through the boxing technique. So we'll just throw that punch combination for the first minute, and then the second minute we'll do a body weight exercise, and then the third minute we'll do a another body weight exercise. It did start out, they'd complement each other. So it'd be the sort of a push and a pull. But we've just, I'll ask now at the beginning of the class, because it's not an astronomical amount of numbers, I'll, I'll ask and speak, say, how are you feeling? Any injuries? And they'll be like, oh, my 
like if they say, no, my legs hurting, we work around it for everyone, you know. So we'll come, we'll have a little discussion at the beginning of the session and we'll talk about um, talk about it and we'll do, we'll pick the exercise together. So you will use the first minute to like warm up, just get used to the technique. Second three minutes, we'll go a bit harder. Third three minutes, we'll be, we'll be full out throwing them with all full speed and power, the combinations, trying to get a bit more press-ups done, trying to get a bit more squats done. And then the last minute, I usually save for stretching, which would be a stretch of the muscles we've used during them, um, during them exercises. That'll be the round one. And then we usually do that twice. So then the first section will be them, them three rounds of one, them three rounds of one minute rounds and a stretch. And then I usually implement kick in in the second three minutes. So we'll do like, what I've been doing recently is that I haven't told anyone. I've implemented the punching technique leading on to a kicking technique. So they're actually doing the punching technique double and adding the kicks at the end. So all of a sudden we're going from a two hit combo, like a one, two, like a three, four combo. So it'd be like a one, two, left kick, right kick, right knee, uh, you know? Yeah. So doing that comp, then the same process again, but with different groups, different muscle groups. So we've done legs and chest. We could do um, like in the, in the second lot of exercise, then we do like abs and like hamstrings or hams and glutes. Listening to you now is actually making me want to get up and start throwing some jabs, throwing some straight punches. And I hope everyone listening to this podcast feels exactly the same. We're going to be hearing from from one of your participants, actually, from the oh, yeah. uh, uh, Megan. She's going to be talking oh, about yeah, cool. her experiences um, from the weekly workouts. Yep. Megan being visually impaired, how have you adapted or how have you learned to to coach somebody which is extremely hard anyway coaching somebody virtually with a vision impairment but how have you adapted your coaching style to to make sure she feels comfortable and able to do the best she can within the classes i didn't realize um like the levels of people's um, disabilities in the classes to be honest at first but then she helped me to understand her needs so she was all, I, I just made her feel, I, I like to think I made her feel free enough to ask questions about everything, just question everything. There's no such thing as a bad question, just a bad answer. So if I, be, making them comfortable enough to ask you the question is, is key, I think, because it, there's a, I was, I was, I was saying a lot, oh, just do it like this. And then showing people, and most of them get it, but then Megan would be like, um, oh, can you just explain that a bit more? I'm like, 100% fine. And I think, um, I think I've come up with some quite weird things. Like we were doing side leg lifts yeah. one week, and I was like, lie on your side like a mermaid. <laughs> and I was wondering myself, like, what, how, does, how does a mermaid actually lie? But she seemed to have got it from that, yeah. and just little little things and just be thoroughly descriptive because you're teaching like um because my teaching of brazilian jiu-jitsu as well it's a lot of little intricacies that make a big difference being visually impaired myself obviously it's completely different now but prior to lockdown and, and this situation for me the best way i could learn is not through words it's my coach physically putting me in positions yes. to feel yeah, yeah um, that, that, that's that would have been I guess, a lot easier 
yeah. I guess that's what you do normally, but now we're in a situation obviously where we can't do that. So yeah, I yep. think it's so important that is everything is explained even more so, more in yeah. depth. Like we got pretty creative imagination, that's VI lot. <laughs> so we can uh, we we kind of had to do it all our lives to to imagine yeah. and, and understand what something should feel like. Yeah. So I think yeah, you you've you've nailed it there in terms of what you're doing for Megan and other people who are vision bags. I know it's there's a couple actually, and I think it's become a little trend within the VI world that Wayne's weekly workouts, which is which is fantastic. Oh, cool. Good. It's really inspiring that you guys can sort of function so well whilst not being able to do something a lot of people take for granted it's 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 brilliant it's it's absolutely amazing it's like i think it's exactly it, what you're you, so, like yeah. you're doing though in terms of we've had to learn to adapt and i think yeah. that's what you're doing with your sessions and your coaching and i'll be interested to, to chat to you again when you go back to normal coaching has has it changed you as a coach which oh, i think would be really interesting 100% I think in the new the new world we live in I don't think contact is going to be um as as accepted as it previously has been so we're going to have to take so we're going to have to have a new sort of way of teaching and I think this is this is going to help lots and my final question to you Wayne yep. what advice would you give to other coaches that maybe a bit hesitant about um, including people with a disability to their sessions what would you say to them coaches everything is for everyone that's all it, it don't exclude anyone like when don't ever assume people can't do it anything anyone can do anything they want that's what i put try to try to share you know so anyone can do anything they want Everything's for everyone. I like. I always say jujitsu is for everyone. It's just a different kind of jujitsu, you know. It's um, you might have to. It might be a bit different. It won't be the same twice. But uh, what isn't, you know? Yeah. It's just be encouraging, be patient, and if someone wants to do something, help them to do it. Simple as. So any coaches out there listening, hear them words. What Wayne just said. I think they yeah. they they speak volumes. <laughs> You do not have to rip up your coaching manual to include somebody with a disability. The slight adaptations will make a huge change, not just to that person, but to anyone who wants to get involved, who has a disability. Thank you so much, Wayne. For, I no absolutely love speaking to you. It's been, I feel no really mo motivated myself to, to <laughs> get up and uh, do something now. You and all the guys are always welcome. My academy is the Matt Academy Wales. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and stuff. But um, anytime anyone wants to come down, give me a give me a message um, through any of the social medias, and you you will always be welcome, always. There we are, guys. Anyone who wants to get involved, it, not just physical benefits to this sport. There's oh so much more to this sport as well. Get in touch with Wayne at the Matt Academy, and go and have some fun. Now Wayne is going to give an example of one of his weekly workout sessions. So feel free to get involved. Right then guys, so uh, today uh, we just, for this just gonna be a demonstration of some of the striking we're gonna do. So we're just gonna throw a simple, simple one, two. So we're just gonna throw a, a left hand, or if you're southpaw, throw a right hand first. Uh, whatever 
wherever you are, you've got to put that foot forward. So if you're an orthodox fighter, that means you're a right-handed fighter. You're going to put your left foot and left um, hand forward. And that's going to be your one. That's going to be a jab. So you're going to throw a jab, one. If you're a southpaw, which means you're left-handed, you're going to put your right foot and right hand forward. So you're going to throw a right. Yeah, guys. So the basic difference there is the two is the power shot. So the 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 dominant hand will be the, the one we throw second. So the first one is like a feeler to get your distance. The second one is going to be the power one. So I'll just talk from a orthodox. So that's a right-handed person's perspective. But you need to, if you need to, adapt it to yourself. So we're going to stand in our stance, left foot forward, left hand forward. So we're going to throw one as a jab. One. Yeah, guys. So then all of a sudden, we're going to drag our right hip in front of our left hip. Don't move your feet. Plant your feet on the floor and throw the two. So that's one, two. So it's a left, right. Yeah, guys. If you're a southpaw, it'll be a right, left. So one, two. So that's all we're going to work on. Nice and powerful. Grip your feet to the floor. Turn them hips like you're doing the twist. Left and right. The, all the powerful punches are in them hips. Yeah, guys. Bam, bam. One, two. One, two. Yeah, so that's what we can do. We can do that for a minute. Okay, guys, so I'm going to put the timer on in three, two, one. So look, our feet are gripping the floor. We're going to throw one, two. Move off a bit. If you've got the space, be wary of the space. Be, you don't kick anything. Yeah, kick anything, stamp on anything. No animals around your feet. So we're going to pick them hands back up, back to your head, and throw one, two, bam, bam. Nice and easy. Move off, guys. Move off. One, two. Move around. Always moving. Yeah, guys, now start throwing them hips into it a bit more. One, two. Throwing your hips with it, moving your body, your body punches. It's not just your hands, guys. But one, two. So you're going to keep moving. Yeah, make sure we punch in head height as well, guys. You're not punching down low. You're not punching people's chest. You're punching someone the same height as you's head. Yeah, guys. So you're going to throw one, two. Nice, 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 guys. One, two. Keep on going, guys. So, guys, let's just throw one, two, two. So we're going to throw one, two and hit another two. But when we, after we throw that set, first two, we're going to go back. Drop our hip back and hit them with another two. So one, two, come back, sit down, two. One, two, two. Look, the one, two, we've got them stumbling, they're moving backwards, we throw another two. Keep on working, guys. One, two, another two, bam. Keep on working, guys. If you want to move around, throw that jab out there, guys, keeping people off us, just keep working. That's what it's about, keeping working. One, two. Yeah, guys, two. Yeah, lovely, good. Make it realistic. Don't just throw it mechanically, guys. You just throw like one, two, one, two, one, two, and eight. That's called machine gun punching. That's an exercise that just gets our heart rate going. So look, we just look in. One, two. Keep it nice and strappy, guys. Keep it going on. Now one, two. Throw that second twin. One, two. Come back. Two. Lovely, guys. Good. Keep it working. Yeah, guys. One, two, two. So that's the basics of the one, two, guys. So that's going to be our first minute. Yeah, guys. Tips on that. Always fetch your hands back to your head. Yeah. When you're throwing them punches, always protect your face, guys. So, left foot forward if you're right-handed, right foot forward if you're left-handed. And then number two, that second strike should be the, the, the dominant one, the hardest one. The first one is just quick, stuns them. The second one um, is a power shot. Okay, guys, work on M12s and join the Wayne weekly workout Thursdays at 5. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Just Ask podcast with James Ledger. Just Ask just ask. We're also going to be hearing from Megan, who's one of the participants that take part in Wayne's weekly workouts. And she's going to be talking about her challenges and what Wayne has given her to make her feel comfortable 
and included within his sessions. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hi, yeah, I'm good. Thanks, you. Good. No, great to have you on the show, and obviously very good to have a fellow VI on the show as well. Yes, there's lots of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. Um, so. I know you, Megan. I know you're very active, very, very proactive in your community. I know you're a very keen goalball player as well. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. My passion in life. Yeah. You so know, love it for sight sort of thing. But obviously, you know, when lockdown hit, uh, I was quite devastated that I wouldn't be able to play goalball. Obviously, I didn't want to lose my, uh, you know, fitness levels and that because I'm you know, first thing I want to do when lockdown is over is to kind of get to a club session and get training again. You touched about it, uh, about going into lockdown and, and obviously, you know, not being able to do goalball is, was a massive thing for you and it's a massive challenge and it's, it's hard, I guess. So so finding something like Wayne's weekly workout has, has been, I guess, fantastic for you. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah, like I mentioned, you know, I just foresaw me sort of sat there for, you know, four months you know losing any you know the little bit of fitness um etc that I do have I was a bit you know worried I might lose that which would obviously then affect my gameplay when I finally do get back on court but yeah um I tried out a Wayne's weekly workout and I was really pleasantly surprised by how uh you know don't don't take that in the bad way but yeah it's uh, as I said many times to many people you know it's not very often you find something so inclusive but Wayne really does um, make everything inclusive, accessible. Uh, he's very patient as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's something as simple as that, being friendly and being patient uh, goes a long way, especially with me. And yeah, Wayne's happy to describe uh, everything and anything he's doing, or, you know, potentially that's not the way, you know, um, I understand it. So I'll just say something like, oh, so could you just so repeat that or say that a bit differently? And he's more than happy to go, yeah, no problem. So what I mean by this is X, Y, and Z. And I've just I've stuck with it ever since. Describe a little bit about what Wayne does in the sessions, because, you know, I know from experience as well, I'm sure you do. What I'd always like to stress to coaches is that you don't have to rip up your coaching manual to teach somebody with mm -hmm. a disability. It's just slight adaptations and it'll make a big, big difference to, to, to anyone with a disability. So what has Wayne done for you in these sessions specifically to, to help you engage, understand, learn? I guess the main thing would be, uh, obviously, the describing of the actions. Mm. Uh, I personally, I, well, if I zoom in a bit, I can see a little bit. So you'd want to be that you know you, I'm supposed to be working out not with my nose to my screen to my <laughs> iPad. Um, <laughs> but, so he will say you know uh, we're going to do uh, this particular sit up. So instead of just showing us you know he'll state exactly what he means. You know he'll say so we're going to be lying on our backs and we want to go from there to like a sitting up position where your arms are then going to wrap around your knees so like you're hugging your knees you know so, and that to me is quite a simple thing a simple change so he wouldn't have if if everyone was sighted i doubt he would have gone into that much kind of detail he might have just maybe shown them or said very basic um 
uh, a very brief description, but with Wayne, he really goes, he's happy to really describe it in, de in great detail. And the other thing that I love uh, is he makes you feel like you can ask questions because I've been in exercise classes, etc., where I don't feel I can ask a question because I could, like I might be interrupting the class, you know, interrupting the flow, and the pe person leading it. Well, some sometimes they, you know, they just want to get on with the class, get into the class, get out. But with, with Wayne, he really makes me feel like I can ask anything, from a very simple question to you know, oh, really sorry, can you kind of repeat everything you've just said? <laughs> Once or twice that towards the beginning, um, I did hear things like uh, put your arm out. But of course, I'm sure you, you, you know, you get this yourself, you know, you start thinking, okay, which arm and like where? way out, out in front of me, out to the side of me, up yeah. above my head, you know, mm. to be fair, which is another reason I stuck with it. You can just see the changes as well. So yeah. I can't remember the last time Wayne actually said anything like that. He's become a lot more um, thoughtful about the words he's using and very specific words, you know. So your left out, you know, um, hold it, above, you know, straight up in the air, you know, to, you know, he, he tells you the direction, you know, that kind of thing. You know, having a visual impairment is almost so important for us sometimes to be physically put into a position um, to mm -hmm. feel movements. Um, so yeah, having almost the current situation we're in and having almost the complete opposite where we're not allowed any physical contact is, is pretty hard. And have you found it hard yourself? Cause I've definitely found it quite challenging within my own training. It's been interesting. Like you said, yeah, um, normally, you know, a trainer or something would put me potentially, you know, move my arm slightly or something, but it's been like a, a, a good, interesting learning curve. Uh, for well, for kind of both us and for for Wayne, but it's also good because because it's over Zoom, uh, so you can p turn your camera on or off. So I normally kind of turn it off because it's well, I can't really aim it at myself very well. Mm. Um, but if I'm trying to think of an example, um, but let's just say you know um, there was one in and I wanted to check the feet position because um, I wasn't entirely sure what he meant. So I just turned on the camera and then used my iPad to, you know, to look at my look down at my feet. So then Wayne was able then to tell me, yes, that's the correct position. That's what I wanted. Perfect. So, you know, that, that was good for that kind you know, when you can't do it physically, but you can kind of at least look uh, over Zoom and 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 sort it out you know there's always a way around everything isn't there right well almost everything isn't there absolutely and as i'm saying them slight adaptations can change a whole new outlook on anything um it's, it's, it's awesome to hear because I, I feel like through lockdown you and wayne have almost been on this inclusion journey almost it seems and it's amazing <laughs> to see how much you've flourished and enjoyed one one learning a new skill and to mm -hmm. feeling comfortable and welcomed into a completely new world, which potentially you thought you wouldn't be able to get into? Yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, from obviously lockdown, like I said earlier, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I genuinely did think I'd be like sat there doing nothing for four months. But then having that, 
ability to have someone who knows exactly what he's doing he, he and he like and as we mentioned as well you know he could relate it to something he could obviously tell I was passionate about you know to keep up my fitness etc and it's good because he's also able to um for example if I say I got you know really bad neck today or something or you know I've done this I've got this injury you know he can just easily adapt it as well by saying oh I tell you what if that's bothering you um if you try doing this you know whatever the exercise is that he'll explain to us um you know try doing this once a day or try doing that so I'm receiving his um extensive knowledge of, of like you know the muscles and what's really good for the body but yeah then obviously in sort of exchange I guess you could see it as you know he's learning about yeah the way ways to describe things to make things inclusive but what's felt what's felt really good is that he he's been totally and utterly um open to it all as well it's not we don't feel like we're just having that tick box ticked if you see what i mean yeah um because some yeah because sometimes you can kind of feel that oh they're literally doing the bare minimum because they just want to so have box ticked which some you know it can feel like sometimes but Wayne has just gone like you know dove, you know dive straight in and has just happily just gone you know and if you know um hadn't said to us many times if you need you know if you want me to describe it more or if you want uh, more information etc you know he's happy for us to have an open and honest conversation and I guess even for a sport like Wayne coaches BJJ it, it's so, so much close contact anyway you, you you have to probably rely on a lot more feel than sight anyway so I yeah mean, as, a, as a VI person that's what we rely on so you know exactly yeah yeah exactly I can say actually um I I find it interesting as well because I actually have um a lot of friends that do martial arts um from you know karate or or um jujitsu uh, especially and that that's exactly what they say because you don't necessarily need to rely on your sight because as you said it's close contact so you are feeling it you're sensing what you know what might their next move be you might be anticipating it um so yeah it is it's really interesting to come from it that side of things to really look at it uh, on YouTube and to hear about it from Wayne um, to get to learn about this new thing that yeah I didn't think I'd ever be a part of but I'm, you know I'm year today now actually considering after lockdown I am gonna at least go down and have a nose have a look what's, yeah, going, what's going on in your year you know does it look scary I don't know yet maybe but that's also quite nice though because um, to have had this contact with Wayne because I I I kind of pre-know that it's going to be inclusive because sometimes that can kind of put me off if you know if I've not been there you know I don't know what you know, will the venue be accessible will will the te- the instructor will they be patient will it be access- uh, inclusive and accessible blah 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 but at least from this contact I can get in touch with Wayne and go like you know I'd love to come to your next session um you know and I I'm happy to go along because I know uh, Wayne and I know it's going to be inclusive. That's awesome and and it's almost 
jumping outside of that comfort zone sometimes, isn't it? And and really taking that that leap. And because you never know, you you might absolutely love it, you know. And if I was going to ask you a question, and this is talking not just for people who are visually impaired, but anyone who is nervous or sitting on the fence about trying something new, what tips would you give those people? Take your courage and and just give it a try. Because I've um I've told many people that you know goalball for me I didn't think that was for me like you'd never believe it you know in this day but when goalball first came along I just turned to my friend saying um so you want me to get more blind and have someone throw a ball at me yeah I I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> but they um they tricked me into going to a session and I've never looked back I as I said fell in utter love and it was something that I could do and the people there were great the community feel of it you know we call it the global family and we're constantly trading tips blah 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 so it's it's I guess about you know just having the courage to just give it a try just go have a look um because you never know it could be your global (laughs) thank you so much Megan for coming on the show it's been an absolute pleasure hearing your story and hearing the incredible journey you and Wayne have been on and no it's awesome so thank you so much for being on the show thank you for having me hi i'm harry jenkins and you're listening to the just ask podcast so we've heard from wayne we've heard from megan and now we're going to hear from bronnie griffiths who's the goga officer and she's also the national youth board coordinator so how are you bronnie i'm very well thank you james lovely to speak to you once again how are things with you all good, thank you. Very excited show so far. Here's some from fantastic guests. And I know you're going to tie it up nicely now because you're going to talk to me a little bit about your, your GOGA officer role. Because I know you wear a few hats within Disability Sport Wales. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about GOGA. What is it? We look at inclusive physical activity rather than sport. There wasn't anything that inclusive out there for just physical activity and just enjoying yourself. Um, so we're getting the non-disabled and the disabled active together in a safe environment. We work across three local authorities originally, so Pembrokeshire, Rotherham and Taft, so that's where I'm based, and Wrexham, um, tackling different inequalities within disability, so women and girls in Wrexham, poverty in RCT, and then outdoor activities in Pembrokeshire. And it has been a right success and absolutely fantastic, and the guys have been amazing to work with. I can see from from hearing Meg's story and, and chatting to Wayne, who's an absolute superstar. Um, talk to us about like how you got involved with Wayne and, and what he's doing. Uh, so but prior to me being the Gogar officer for all the kind of Taff, we actually had someone else in called Brendan, and he did a lot of stuff with Wayne um, around physical activity and like the physical movement skills with really young children in um, a school called Tikoch, um, in the Ronda. And when it came to like COVID, I met him just before COVID and I had some really brilliant ideas helping others to get active and hopefully bring him into the community. But um, obviously it's COVID hit and um, our, every plan that we had went out of the window. Um, but I really wanted to keep him going because he's got, as you probably could hear, he's such an enthusiastic guy. Um, and I didn't want to lose that and I didn't want to lose his personality. So I thought, right. Why not try online sessions that he would normally do in the gym? Um, people can just come along, have a bit of fun, do their normal workout as if they would 
done the gym, but he could adapt it to pretty much anyone and everyone's ability. So we trialed it. Um, the first week we had, we had one person come. I thought, ah, oh, is this something that people don't want? Um, I'm not sure. But then we had the lovely Meg and we've got some really lovely regulars coming out and we have Wayne's weekly um, jokes. So it just feels like that club community and it's just been fantastic. So let's emphasize that everyone listening, when, where, how do people get involved in Wayne's Weekly Wayne's Weekly Workout? So to get involved in Wayne's Weekly Workout is every Thursday at five o'clock via Zoom. So if you go to our Get Out Get Active Wales's Facebook page, there's a link to our Eventbrite page. Put your details in and you will get um, a meeting ID and password and a link to access Zoom. And then it'll be a free or totally 100% no frills or anything, it's totally free. Um, just add it in on the fi um, five to five and then we will be added in to our sessions and you can join in and have a good laugh and just stay in, stay active. That's awesome because, you know, as, as Wayne and Meg have highlighted as well, regardless of your disability, regardless of your ability, your age, whatever, he can accommodate anyone and that and that's the beauty mm. about what you goga are trying to do and promote you know not just sport but physical activity for everyone to enjoy and take part in mm. and, that, and that's what's, what that's the beauty of it and so i urge anyone who who maybe has not tried any form of uh, mixed martial arts before have a go as meg says get out of your comfort zone and, and give it a go have you seen you know, maybe an in increase in um, participants since lockdown because you're doing more virtual sessions. It's been phenomenal. We've actually done 48 virtual sessions over four different sporting areas or physical activity areas. Um, we've reached um, over 77,600 people. Um, that's across the UK and we've even hit America um, it's absolutely fantastic like the increase has been amazing so we've got um, 620 participants now um, on a weekly basis joining in our sessions and that's coming from Wayne's Weekly Workout, Zumba, Pilates, Yoga um, and we're still looking for new ideas so if anyone out there has got an idea where they think an online session of certain activity or sport Get in contact, we'd love to hear from you. I know you wear, obviously, another hat as well, as, as your many hats are, and mm -hmm. you're the chair of the National Youth Board. Yes, I am. So this lovely um, little group that we've got, the National Youth Board, yes, I am the chair, and I am so proud to be part of, to be the leader of these guys, because they are phenomenal. They are absolutely one of a kind, and they're brilliant. And I know this podcast is is off the back of of the National Youth Board and, and their idea going into mm. lockdown and and providing a platform, you know, not just to to hear voices but to to tell the amazing things that Disability Sport Wales does. Is there yeah, some exciting right. stuff coming in on in the future? Yeah, we've got some really good stuff. So um, we've obviously we've got these podcasts now rolling, um, and just from one simple conversation and we've got this up and running 
Um, we've got some really good guests coming up as well. I'm not going to give too much away, um, but there are some exciting things, so stay tuned. Um, we've also got some really good ideas around like um, connecting generations, so parents and helping parents understand what's out there for their children and sometimes just for the children to have a safe space as well to talk. Um, we're looking at our website as well um, to see how the youngsters out there can help us and really revamp what we've already got. So yeah, we've got some really good things coming out in the future. Exciting times ahead. Mm. Thank you so much, Bronnie, for, for joining me on, on well, your podcast. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, you and the Youth Board have put this in, incredible platform together. Thank you very much. Wow, what a show. Another fantastic episode of the Just Ask podcast. I hope you've all enjoyed. A huge thank you to all my guests, Wayne, Megan and Bronnie for their time. A fantastic insight into online coaching and, and how it has been and how coaches can adapt to suit everyone's needs. Just a little shout out, Megan is actually involved in a UCAM production podcast herself and they have also done a podcast about Wayne's weekly workout and their experiences from Emily Gates. So go check that out as well. It's called Pod Squad on all um, podcast platforms. So go check them out. And I've been James Ledger. I've been your host. Thank you. And I will see you on the next hashtag Just Ask Podcast.